name is Yanugo Montoya. Hello, Marion. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And all forms the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? You know what, Alan? Can we, can we stop for a second because I have to run to the bathroom real quick? Yeah, okay. John, what are you doing here? In a DeLorean? Alan, I'm Jonathan from the future. I've come back from the future to warn you that something terrible is about to happen. What? Do we become assholes or something? Well, yeah, but that, that has nothing to do with this. Uh, now that I think about it, yeah, it does make sense you're from the future. You're much fatter than I remember. Dude, what the? Ugh, never mind that. Present me and you are about to record the podcast that ends our podcasting careers. I came back to tell you we need help on this one. We need to bring in a fellow podcaster who talks about Back to the Future in every one of his podcasts, no matter what the topic. Uh, Back to the Future super fan? I know just the guy. Great. I have to get back. I have tickets to Avengers 4 in two hours. Martha! with us i'm here and welcome to the nerd me <laughs> back to the future episode. and scene <laughs> that was fantastic gentlemen oh wait you yeah. can say my name sorry i can't talk <laughs> he did he's in the script that's the clip that's going to the academy for you <laughs> all right john all right. so what are we talking about today so today uh we're talking about Back to the Future, and of course, we cannot have a conversation about the 1985 Super Hit Back to the Future without the super fan, Mr. Pete, over from the Enter the Nerd Zone podcast. How are you doing, Pete? I'm wonderful. How about you guys? Yeah, we're glad you could join us for this uh, today. Yeah, I get to actually talk about it and really talk about it instead of just quoting it all the time. Instead of just shoehorning it into every other show. <laughs> yes, <I have> to, <laughs> exactly. It, it belongs with top wrestling moments as well as going to Steel City Con. Trust me, it's just as important as either of those. <laughs> all right, so while we have Pete, Alan, why don't we ask him, Pete, what makes this movie super fan-worthy? Like, why are you so dedicated and, and do you love it? I mean, I love it too, but... Let's hear your thoughts on it. Uh, okay, so the, I saw the movie. I'll tell you, 1985. I guess I was a lot younger than you guys because you're older than me. Um, it was I was like 10 years old, 11 years old when it came out, and I remember just going to this movie and just. It's kind of like when you saw Jurassic Park for the first time. It was kind of like one of those movies, like, well, this is pretty cool, right? And I love Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox was on my one of my favorite TV shows, Family Ties. So I was really excited about it. Plus the really cool DeLorean. Um, kind of really got me going. I actually saw the movie in the theaters 11 times. Holy crap. Wow. 
11 times. Yes. And that's pre-movie pass. Pre-movie. <laughs> Way past. But again, I saw the movie 11 times and it cost me $2 a movie instead of, you know, 35 that it costs now. Right. <laughs> and that was including popcorn. So I can tell you, the my first time I saw the movie, I went and saw it with my neighbor uh, when I lived in New Jersey and at the Milburn Theater, um, which is like one of the few theaters besides the Maplewood Theater. But that was Maplewood Theater wasn't playing it. I can't remember what they were playing it, but uh, Milburn had Back to the Future. And I remember my dad dropping us off in Milburn and he's like, here's your money. So we actually saw it twice that day. We saw it the first time, I guess it was 11 o'clock in the morning or something like that. And we liked it so much. We're like, all right, we're going to see it again. So we saw it the second time, which was better the second time. It's actually better the 190,000 time you see it. But uh, uh, so, but th- those two moments, that that movie that day really kind of like forever stood in my. I'm like, this is the movie that I need to watch all the time. And uh, I remember after the movie, I had to walk 10 miles to go home because my dad wouldn't pick me up because I saw two movies. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. My fat guy butt needed to get moving, so it was definitely worth the walk. Uh, again, the movie, the most quotable movie, I think, at least for me, uh, out there. And, uh, it, you know, I remember that movie, and I remember in 1989, I was trying to find that on VHS because no one sold it. Uh, you know, it was one of those movies, you remember VHS back in the day when you had to, if you wanted one, you had to buy like a hundred, it had to be like a hundred dollars where you waited like nine months for it to come out. And I, I remember Sam Goody having it in the Livingston Mall. And as soon as I saw it, I had to bolt there and buy it. Uh, and I actually still have that, that VHS tape somewhere in my house. It's worth like five, six cents. At, at least. Yeah, at least. <laughs> at least. Yeah, VHS. So, uh, did you pay the hundred, or you paid like the twenty dollars at VHS? No, actually, it, it, got to. it got to. It was like at the time, like nineteen ninety nine. Um, so it was at that time that was a lot of money, right? In that uh, right, 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 right. So yeah, and uh, my mom thought I was crazy for buying a VHS tape, considering I just uh, destroyed another VHS tape in our in our V in our VCR VC in our VCR player uh, back to. Back to school, I actually destroyed that one. Oh, from the okay. Yeah, nice. my, my, they had to pay $95 to get a new Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so this is. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely criteria to be a super fan. Um, Alan, what about you? Do you remember the first time you saw it or how that happened? Or You know, I don't really have a distinct memory. I mean, I do remember seeing in the theaters. Um, I think I saw it once in the theaters, maybe. I'm not like this freak over here. But um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I definitely enjoyed uh, this movie. I know, um, like Pete was saying, Michael J. Fox was probably at his peak in Family Ties, and that was like, it was one of those must-watch uh, TV shows. I think it was like Thursday night, was it? Probably Thursday yep. night. That's part yeah. of must-see TV. Right. It was must-see TV. It was it was super super huge, and uh, yeah, just to see him on screen, you know, I knew I knew about. Um, Oh, what's his name? Who, uh, Doc Emmett Brown? What the hell is his name in the end? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. I mean, I Are knew you as... allowed to be on this podcast? You don't know who <laughs> Doc Brown is? No, oh, and my I, goodness. I, I remember him from Taxi when he played Jim Ignatowski. Oh, yeah, I know that Jim, one. Yeah. Right. And so, so I knew those two guys, and Leah Thompson was, I mean, they got some really big names at their peak at that time, and back in, what was it 85 or so? And, uh, uh, what was it? 85. Yeah, 85. Yeah. I mean, um, 
Yeah, I mean, the, the cast November was familiar. 15th. It was oh, cool. No, sorry. The DeLorean was <laughs> in, you know, that, that cool-looking car with the, with the wings, uh, the door wings that pop up, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, super cool, super cool. But, yeah, but not 11 times. I, I, I no. think I saw it once. Well, uh, for me, it was uh, – I, I, I honestly – didn't know this movie existed until a friend called me up. It was during the summer. I think it came out around July 4th of 85. Uh, my friend called me up and said, hey, uh, me, and, me and one of his friends were going to see a movie. You want to come? I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll go to a movie. I go, what do we see? He goes, Back to the Future. I'm like, what is Back to the Future? Like, I don't remember seeing a commercial for it or trailers or anything. So I went into this movie called. I didn't know what I was about to see. Um, and I just remember having such a great time enjoying the movie. Like, I was excited. I remember how 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 tense I was at the, you know, the end part when he's, you know, when they make that last run to get home, you know, uh, to send him back in time and, mm-hmm. and, and the clock tower and all that stuff. And I, I just, uh, I walk out of the movie and Pete, Pete mentioned it's one of the most quotable movies and it definitely is. I mean, after one viewing, I had some of these quotes down, like we were saying them to each other for the rest of the summer. <laughs> um, so I don't remember seeing it more than once in the theater. Or 30 uh, years later. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I remember, um, uh, it coming out when it came out on VCR and stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely remember watching it over and over. And then, of course, cable and stuff like that. When it was on cable, it was always on. Um, so yeah, but it, it was really one of those really rare movies that hit like all parts of what makes a good movie. I mean, it's generational. You know, adults love it, kids love it. Uh, I think the writing is spectacular. Um, I think. Um, just the concept of the story is, is is really awesome, and and they pick the right actors for the right uh, positions for the right uh, roles, you know. And I thought, um, yeah, I mean, look, thirty something odd years later, we're celebrating, you know, in twenty fifteen when the date came that that he came back to the future uh, in um, part two, you know, people were celebrating it. <laughs> it was, right, it was almost like it was a holiday. So, uh, so yeah, so Pete, uh, eleven times. Yeah, at, at no point did it got old for you. There was there was no point to where it drags for you or anything like that. No, I still watch it now and and sit and watch it like it's the first time. I still get tense at that last you know the last ten minutes of the movie when uh when he can't get the damn car started or anything like that. So uh, and I'm always thinking, oh my god, is Doc Brown actually gonna get it this time or not? So <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> that's just my craziness. But yeah, so <laughs> every time, every time I saw it. Um, you know, I saw it 11 times then, and then I saw it once, actually twice, when they did it. They put it out as 25 years and 30 years. So if you count, doesn't actually, funny you mention this, uh, four weeks ago, the $2 theater by my house actually played it again for a week. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. At a do- and it was the old movie price is a dollar. So... Wow. It was really cool, and you know, it kind of going back and seeing it at the the two dollar theater. I don't know how many times you guys have gone to like the cheaper theaters, quote unquote. I have quotes I'm holding up in my hands. Um, <laughs> if uh, you haven't, it's, it's it was like back in the de- back in 1985 watching it again, and this time I was with. There was a bunch of kids there, and they had like a camp there or something. So these kids watching it for the first time are like, "Who? What the heck is this?" You know, like that's not real. What's there? Where's the cell phone? Why you just call a cell? I'm like, shut up! I'm trying to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you damn kids are ruining you damn kids. kids. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna ruin my pine. <laughs> so how, how many times did you see it for a dollar? 
I saw it once. Oh man, adulthood sucks. God, you cheap bastard. <laughs> Sorry, I had another. Yeah, I know. I'll go see it eleven times for three bucks or two bucks each for a dollar. Forget about it. That's it. Well, well, Pete, you and I went to. Uh, I went to his uh, anniversary screening of Part One. I think it was 25 years because I gave you the poster, right? Yeah, I got a poster I from. Poster. Yep. I gave you the poster, uh, and then we went. Was it an anniversary of Part Two? I think. It was the no, remember it was the 30th anniversary, and uh, they were doing one? and they were doing all three movies in a row. Whoa. Okay, but no, remember it. Remember the fire alarm kept going off, so they canceled it. Yeah, we watched. No, you and I saw the first one, and then the second one had the fire alarm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the other person that was with us. He came only for the second one? He was coming for two or three, and, and then he never got to go to two and three. Right. Yeah, so Alan, we, they were showing all three. We saw the first one. We were sitting through the probably the beginning, I guess, of the second one, right? Yeah. And uh, the fire alarm went off, and you know we had to wait outside for like 20 minutes. We went back in, and it went off again like almost immediately. We did it like three times, and like, you know, guys, we're just closing the theater. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, and um, and it sinks because Pete lives in Pennsylvania now. He came always out here to where I live to go see it. So um, was it a legitimate uh, fire? I mean, what was going on? No, I think it must have been a problem with the um, the system. I don't think somebody was pulling it. Remember, it went, it went off. It went off like three, two or three times. Right. And after the third time, they're like, "Well, we have to like close. We're closing the theater because someone's." screwing with the fire alarm or something like that. So um, it was very upsetting because I really did want to watch the three in a row. In, I mean, I could do it at home, and I do do it at home. Right. But in the theater, it's it's a different experience. Oh, yeah, and it was packed, too. So besides the kids, was 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 your theater packed for the dollar showing? Yeah, oh, yeah, they're all dollar showing. So they showed it three times a day for a week. Okay. And I know I when I came out, I went to the 10 o'clock in the morning show, making the mistake— Knowing that on on Tuesdays there's camps there, but um, there was a ton. Rookie mistake, dude. Yeah, rookie mistake. God, me and my boss was upset that I wasn't there at work. But um, uh, uh, when I came out, the next one was at two o'clock, and there were like three or four people there, and they were actually wearing like the vests. Like I was at Steel City Con again, and yeah. they're wearing they're wearing the dork thinks he's gonna drown vest. Yeah. So. Um, I, I don't I don't think it ever gets old. I know what you guys you guys love Star I like Star Wars, but I know you guys love Star Wars. And that doesn't get old to you. Um, this doesn't get old to me. No, I mean I'll be honest with you, it doesn't get old to me too. I love it. I love Back to the Future. I'll watch it anytime it's on. Um, I'll pop it in every now and then to watch it. Um, um, I just didn't see it a lot of times. <laughs> well, well, now you've seen it 12 times, well, 13, 14, like 15 times in the theater. Now, how many times did you guys see, like, Star Wars and those in the theater? Was it more than twice? Not counting, like, the new versions and stuff. Well, I famously never saw Star Wars in the theater until the special edition release in 97. Okay. Um, and I think I saw Empire twice, maybe, and maybe Jedi twice. But what was your feeling? What was your feeling when you saw the movie? When you came out, you're like, "Holy cow!" Right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I, I, mean, I, I can say it's comparable to what I felt when I saw Back to the Future. It's like okay. I memorized the lines very quickly. I remember the scenes. Uh, the thing with Star Wars was because of the toys, I could act out the scenes again and and all this other stuff at home. Yeah, you didn't. We didn't really get the toys until afterwards. But Back to the Future. I mean, they came years later. Uh, yeah, I never owned any Back to the Future toys. Yeah. I, I was 25 years old and I had Back to the Future toys. I didn't know they had Back to the Future toys. Yeah, they had like the the little action figure, like the GI Joes. Really? Um, they had, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
now they sell them the retro ones if you go to like the those stores that sell pops and stuff they have them there but yeah so anyway I'm sorry I didn't mean to hijack the show back to the future (laughs) you're the super fan I'm I'm something (laughs) so Alan did it stick with you did the movie stick with you were you quoting it were you you talking about with your friends or no I don't I I definitely didn't have the same uh, level of excitement as you guys I don't know don't get me wrong. I did like the movie. It just was those things that, that I hit multiple times and stuff. Like, even Star Wars, I was too young to to convince my parents to take me more than once. I mean, I saw Empire twice. My movie, I would say, that, that I hit multiple times was Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, I, okay. I think I, I saw that maybe four or five times in the theater. And, and for, for that time period, that's, that's kind of a lot already, you know, to... Uh, convince right. your parents to take you or uh, you know if you had a friend that was going you could probably tag along and stuff but uh no it, it was it was a fun film i, I really liked it it's, it's one of those films where i mean for me today you know when i look at films in the 80s there's some movies that that still stand and some don't some just don't hold well you know wh- whether it's pacing or plot and back to the future is one of those things where it's on you can put it on today to, to a newcomer and it still holds, whether it's story, special effects, you know, the, the whole nine yards. It, it, it still holds today. It's such a good film. It's such a well-done film, you know. And so when, the, when, the, when you know that they're going to do, like, part two and three, you're like, oh, what's next? You know, because I played for the first time for my daughter. She loved it. She absolutely loved it. You know, and, and I said to her, hey, there's a part two, you know. And so, like, <laughs> the fact that, like, there's, she can get more out of it really shows that, you know, my kid's 14, uh, you know, turning 14, and and she dug it, you know. So you, you think about today, it, it still holds, and that's how good this film is. Oh, absolutely. My kids think I'm a dork because I watch it so much. Wait, you're like, oh, your kids no, don't like, yeah. do your kids like it, though? No, they, they like it, but, you know, they're kind of like – uh, you guys, when you hear me talking about it on the other podcasts and stuff, quoting it all the time, they're like, "All right, Dad, that's enough. <laughs> we know you like Back to the Future. You you're watching that again because you know, like these all these movie stations when they play them, they play all three in a row. And guess what? I have to stop whatever I'm doing and I watch them. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's addictive. <laughs> it, it is a weird thing when you see them, you have to stop and watch. Um, and I'm like that with Shawshank. Like anytime it's on. I'll I'll sit down and watch it if if I have nothing going on that day, um, but yeah. Well, the thing about I think what Back to the Future does is it it taps into that thing I think we all have about well, what if what if I did something a little different? Would my life turn out a lot better? You know, or would what would have happened if I made that choice to to ask that girl out in high school I never asked, or what would have happened if I decided to take that chance? I I, I decided not to take the chance. Uh, how would my life have come out? Because you look at at the parents, Leah Thompson in the beginning of the movie is an alcoholic. She's overweight. You know, she 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 talks to her kids, um, kind of opposite of how she acted. You know, you shouldn't drink. You shouldn't. You know, as girls shouldn't ask boys out. That kind of thing. Um, and then at the end of the movie. You know, she's older, but she's fitter. She, you know, they have a better life. Uh, and it's it's all these things where you're like, well, what if, you know, Marty did this one little thing, which is, you know, talk his dad into being having a little more confidence in himself and, uh, you know, stop Biff from raping his mother. <laughs> right. Uh, and Biff was such a great bully, too. Um, you know, he's he's the quintessential bully. He's the big guy. He's loud. He's uh, he's got the fancy car. Um, 
or the cool car, I guess, for back then. Uh, he's got he's got minions. You know, people follow him around, but he's he's a dummy. He's you a know? dummy. He, yeah, he's a dummy. You know, he, he's like you know, make a little tree and get out of here. Oh, that's my favorite line of the whole movie. <laughs> uh, I don't repeat that at all, though, normally. But, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, wants, and he probably wants the one girl that, that doesn't want anything to do with them, you know. I mean, they don't show it in the movie, but you, you kind of left with the impression that there, there have to be girls that are, like, swooning, you know, waiting for, for Biff to ask them out or something, you know. Um, yeah, so I think it hits a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff with people because it's timeless and, no pun intended but it's timeless because it plays as well today uh, I think Alan you said it there are movies that you can watch from back then that we, I, you know, we loved at the time growing up and we watched them like wow these did not hold up at all <laughs> um, but that's because the story in Back to the Future is pretty timeless um, you know Look, you, you go back and you know you overcoming the bully. Uh, you, you you change your life. He gets the truck at the end. He gets his girlfriend at the end. Um, all that kind of stuff. You got a wacky scientist. Um, just a lot, a lot of fun. A lot. It's just a fun movie, enjoyable movie. The funny thing yeah. about this movie yeah, is that right. when you're watching it, because at the time period, it's like modern times, right? When we saw it, it was back in '85, right? And so everything that Marty does back in the past, we're we're all in on the joke. You know, he's like, give me a tab. He's like, well, you didn't order anything yet. And we're like, right. oh, <laughs> don't you know what a tab is? You yeah. know, it's, so I think that that's pretty cool, too. Or just give me, give me, uh, uh, just give, give me someone a sugar. Yeah. Just give me someone a sugar. Then he just gives him a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I always wondered when he throws the change on the table? I'm like, well, did nickels look the same? Because I think it was five cents for the coffee. I'm like, do nickels look the same back in '55 as they mm. do in '85? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, I always thought about that, and, and like when he rips out the thing in the phone, he rips out the phone book, the page in the phone book. I'm like, hey, you shouldn't do that in the phone book. <laughs> That's against the law. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but e- even 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 the subtleness of pointing out that times were different, even you know for. For uh, black people, you know, yeah, colored mayor, that'll happen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, oh yeah, that racism was prevalent in '55. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you guys ever tried to hit 88 miles per hour in your car to see uh, what would happen? Yes. <laughs> like he's like yes. What happened? To me? Uh, I got one of these things called a ticket. Uh, I didn't get Back to the Future. I'll tell you that it's a rip off. Well, I've gone eighty miles per hour, and you know, but I, I didn't do it specifically to see if I go to go to the past or the future. Oh no! Listen, I, when I, I first got my car, I did. <laughs> you what? When I first started driving, that's the first thing I did was try to get eighty-eight miles per hour. Oh my God. Did you say, let's see if you bastards can do 90? Did you say yeah. <laughs> and my friends were in the car with me saying, you bastard better not do 90. <laughs> but I hit 88, but there was no lightning. There was just lights. lights. <laughs> there were just top lights, yeah, right? <laughs> They're flashing red and blue lights. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> Did you ever name, it been- do you own a dog? Did you name your dog Einstein? Did you ever do that? I did not. Uh, I, I no, no, not Copernicus or Einstein. Uh, but yes, I owned a dog, but not. My parents wouldn't let me name him Einstein. <laughs> the fact that you tried says a lot. Though. Well, you know, I, again, this is how serious I was about not only the movie, but like Michael J. Fox as an actor. When I was a kid, my dad was like, "All right, we're, I'm going out to the store, corner store. What do you want?" And I'm like, "I want a Wall Street Journal." Like Mike. Uh, 
Alex P. Keaton. So, you know, wow. as, soon as, as soon as this movie came out, what I get? I got the damn, uh, the red the red vest, right? Like The sneakers, I need the sneakers. I have red sneakers today, the Nike ones that look just like those that he wore, that Marty wore in that movie. And I only wear them when, I, you know, if I'm, if I'm out or if I'm wearing this jeans and this, this shirt. <laughs> do you really? I do. I do have the, I do, I I do wear the the, uh, the sneakers, not maybe not with like the out full outfit, but I only wear them at certain times, at certain occasions. Well, that's I'm the impressed. closest you come to cosplay, huh? That's the closest I come to cosplay. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. But at one of the shows, we had the Del- we had that DeLorean, so that was great taking a picture of that. But anything Back to the Future, um, I had when I was a kid. Whatever they could put out, I had it. Well, that's the thing. That show did not. That movie was not. A merchandising juggernaut, like, and you would have thought it would have been, like, you know, how Star Wars was all about the merchandise. There, you know, even Pete just said that the toys came out years later. Uh, there was nothing really Back to the Future. Really. I think there were Burger King glasses, right, Pete? Yeah, there's Burger King glasses. Yeah, I miss. I wish they would do that again. I have to tell you, if Eric Stoltz was in this movie and not Michael J. Fox, I think it probably would have changed my view of it. Oh, I agree. I mean, Michael J. Yeah. Fox's comedic timing was perfect. Yeah, if you see any of the uh, the footage from when Eric Stoltz was was playing Marty, it's he's really playing like Marty's like a weirdo, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah like a strange kind of kid. Almost, I guess, like almost like Christopher Gulliver's son. I guess you would think because Mar- Marty is ridiculously normal for the family he, he grows up in. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he's kind of cool, but but nerdy in the same sense. I mean, he's in the, you know he's he's. He does the guitar. He's not doing any of the sports stuff, but he's kind of like the cool guy at school where he's complete opposite of his brothers, his sister, and his parents. Right. Yeah, and he has to be because that's that's what helps him when he gets back, goes back in time, you know. Um, and that's I, of a shoe. I just love the little nuances they put in. Like, he doesn't know how to open a bottle of Pepsi in 1955. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really- like... He's never had a you know a, a needed a bottle opener before. Um, I like the Darth Vader reference too. Oh, I am Darth Vader from the planet Little Kid. And that's a uh, what, what song? Was that Eruption? Was that Van Halen? Yeah, it was Van Halen, but I don't know what song that was. And again, Van Halen, my favorite band, so that definitely helps it. <laughs> so, but it wasn't Sammy Hagar. And I gotta tell you, I had such a crush on Leia Thompson. And there's something about the 1950s look that I really like. Um, so that was like a double bonus for me because I, I liked her in uh, Red Dawn, um, All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise, um, you know, other stuff she did uh, before and after that. Even Howard the Duck I watched because she was in it. <laughs> she was fantastic. Very beautiful woman. She still, I, she still looks almost the same. Oh, yeah. she's She was on the, uh, the show Scorpion for a little while. And even in her in her older age, she's probably 50-something, um, she still looked really good. And I did. I agree with you, John. I do like that 50s look. And right. um, I think she's the one that really keen me up, keen my eye into that, like that look. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But it, it was just, uh, you know, the, the whole, the Marvin Barry and, you know, inventing Johnny B. Good, you know, he chuck at your cousin Marvin. Yeah. Marvin Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best part was like, even as I got older, I didn't realize, like, I didn't, I really didn't realize at the time they were smoking weed in the car. What? Like uh, when, when they lock when they lock Marty in the trunk, yeah, and all the, all the uh, band members get out of the car. They were smoking weed. You didn't get yeah. that? 
No, I didn't get that when I was a kid. You're so and I didn't get, and I was, I didn't get the line. <laughs> I didn't. I obviously didn't get the line. Peter spooked. This won't concern you. I didn't know. I'm like, what? I can tell you. <laughs> I had no idea how racist that the was. The environment, the environment I lived in, that was something that came, both of them came out every day, and I would, and you know, I've seen people get beat up for that the spook word. So I would never. That's not the one I don't. That's the one part of the movie I don't quote. How's that sound? But yeah, I, I, again, a lot of this stuff kind of. Not only the historical aspect of the movie, but, you know, the relationships in the movie kind of, like, let, lead me towards this movie all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I, it was a little weird even back then to see the mom hitting on Marty. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's like other movies, but not bad. <laughs> and the funny thing is, if you if you looked at any other Chris Van Glover movies, this is probably the most, quote-unquote, normal he acts in his movies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a scary guy. He does pick uh, roles. So uh, you know, Alan, uh, Pete, and I are such fans that um, uh, you know you you know we go to these uh, Steel City Con events, which are, are supposed to be comic book cons, but it's really about the the low level celebrities they have there. Mm-hmm. And we go there just to meet them, and have a good time. And we never pay for autographs. We never pay for pictures. That was until Mr. Christopher Lloyd showed up at one, and we paid to have a picture with him. And then a year later. Mr. Uh, Tom Wilson Biff showed up and uh, we got a picture with him. So and I asked him, I have a copy, I have a, uh, I have a replica <laughs> of Gray Sports Almanac. This is great. I love this story. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I have a replica of Gray Sports Almanac. Um, it's just a cover. It's a notebook. It's, it's just a notebook inside, but it's the same size and the cover is exactly like it. And it comes in a, in a, in a, in the silver bag from the store he bought it from called Blast from the Past, I think. Um, so we go in and take the picture. You know, he shakes our hands. He's like, hey, guys, let's meet. He shakes our hands. I go, could you hold this for the picture? And I give him great sports. All that. Alan, he took the thing, but he gave me the dirtiest look I've ever seen. Why? Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I don't know. But And then when he takes the picture, he got his arm around Pete. He's leaning into him. What? He's holding great sports all night. What's his deal? It, I don't know, but the picture looks like like I photobombed their picture. <laughs> like it took like they took it just as I walked up next to Tom Wilson because he's not even like like acknowledging I exist in this picture. Alan, I will uh, send you the picture of that so you can see it. Yeah, we're obviously awesome. not gonna we're not gonna post it on the website or anything, but we will. Oh, I'll show on. you private. No, that's definitely not happening. We we have an agreement with that, but uh, yeah. So that's definitely I'll send that to you. But yeah, uh, yeah, that it was. It was funny, but very like weird at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it got real uncomfortable real quick. <laughs> <laughs> very much then. But listen, and, and, but here's and, the thing: Tom Wilson yeah. for a long time hated, hated that people would talk to him about being Biff and stuff like that. Like he's a com- stand-up comedian too, and if you go on YouTube, you'll see he's got videos of him singing a song about. Uh, you know, people ask you all the same questions, so he wrote a song answering all the questions that people would ask him all the time, hmm. and it's did. funny. It's funny, but he he was really kind of I wouldn't say against the fact that he was a Back to the Future. I I think it, it bothered him that he was only known as that, and he had done some stuff after it. And um, what he has went that to guy been? Q&A. He hasn't been in anything. Well, he was in something good called Blood In Blood Out. He played a cop, um, and he's he's. I just saw that he's on a new show coming out in the fall. Really? I, I know, yeah, yeah. I gotta look it up. Uh, and it looks like it's gonna be good. It's like a comedy on like NBC or something like that. So it might actually do well. Um, but, I mean, he's nice. He was funny in the Q&A. But, yeah, that moment when I asked for the whole Great Sports Almanac, you would have thought I asked him to give me one of his children. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. It was really weird. But, I, 
again, but he was funny in his Q and A. He was hilarious. Funny. And uh, yeah, I mean, so it's, I yeah, he's definitely changed his attitude about the uh, the whole thing, the whole being Biff thing, but not the not the almanac. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, that, that was why I said we got to get a picture of him because he doesn't do these things a lot. Um, so the fact that we were able to see him was pretty cool. Um, and it, it's funny, like we said, Alan, we don't we don't pay to see people or, or get the autographs or take their pictures, but for some reason, Christopher Lloyd, Tom Wilson, obviously Michael, like Michael J. Fox, you would understand. Leah Thompson, even you might understand. But we were, we were me and Pete were talking about it before. I'm like, I might pay this to get a picture with Mayor Goldie Wilson. <laughs> you know, there's not there's not even a doubt in my mind. Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how obscure, like what obscure character would we not pay? <laughs> to get a picture of, and I, I would do it with Flea. I would do it with, uh, oh my with, God. uh, McFry. <laughs> I would do it with that guy. <laughs> Billy Zane. Billy Zane's in the Billy movie. Billy Zane. Read yeah. my facts. That's right. I'm mixing yeah. movies here. <laughs> Stop mixing all the movies up. Quote them right. No, you can quote them wrong. It's fine. This big brother would be a get. Hey, you and the bike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dad. Hey, you're right. It's <laughs> a peeping Tom. <laughs> I'll take a picture with the bike from the movie, okay? That's that's where I would go at this point in time. <laughs> that's funny. Now, have you guys ever been to uh, Universal Studios here in L.A.? I, did, I didn't do it. I, I was in L.A., yes, but I was uh, in Florida with the ride. Oh, but, I mean, they, they had the clock tower here in, in Hollywood over here that you can see. At the Universal? Yeah, when you do the studio tours, you get to see the, the clock tower as is, as it was in the movie and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. They didn't tell me. My wife and someone, I can't go on those rides, unfortunately. It's so, a tour. It's just it's just like a, a little trolley thing that takes you through all no, the studios. No, but at the end of it, they do King Kong and um, and another ride, which is all like that motion stuff, and I can't do those rides. No, t- I'm telling you, you can do this. I'm telling okay. you, not, there's nothing to it. Absolutely nothing to it. Grandmas do this ride. Come on, you can do this. <laughs> I am. A you grandma. can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so back to back to the future. No, Alan, you leave him alone. <laughs> That's right. Leave me alone, Alan. <laughs> Get your damn hands off me. Uh, so me hooks off me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh god! But you, you see, and like you were talking about earlier, you see all the uh, how this movie has influenced other movies. It's in almost every movie. I mean, it was it was practically in Ready Player One, right? I mean, everything about yeah. that movie was yeah. about Back to the Future. So, um, I, this this is why I love the movie because it never goes away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you gotta say something. There's something special about a movie that makes you laugh. 30 years later that makes you quote it 30 years later um, that makes you stop what you're doing and sitting down and watching it if you walk by and it's on a television I tell you it's one of the few movies that I actually stop and have to watch the other one is definitely The Godfather but um, this one uh, it's it takes the cake for me and I can never. I don't. I can't say a bad thing about it. I get upset when I see these things online. They talk because you guys have seen this before. You know, they're talking about how it's the time travel is not realistic. Hey guys, time travel is not realistic in general. So it's not real. <laughs> so, I like that. That's good. <laughs> I mean, you you go into these cons and sometimes you're like, you guys are arguing about something that can't really happen. So just calm down, okay? <laughs> Alan, did you know that the worst part? Of the Indiana Jones franchise came about as a scene that was supposed to be used for Back to the Future. 
What? I didn't know this either. Yeah, yeah the time machine in Back to the Future was supposed to be a refrigerator, an old refrigerator. But they didn't do it because they were afraid kids were going to, like, get themselves locked. Oh, the okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. And then 30-some-odd years later, Indiana Jones gets in the fridge and survives an atomic explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no one saw that one, so it's okay. Yeah, Alan saw it three <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not, not Raiders of the Lost Ark, the other one, right? You no, saw the, the bad one. He saw oh, that the one three times. The crystal, whatever the heck it was. Yeah, the, the crystal vase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to tell you something about the. Okay, so Back to the Future. I saw how many times in the theater? Like fifteen. Um, yeah. I actually saw two other movies more times. All right. Look, look, should we guess, Alan? You want to try to guess? No. And they weren't good movies. <laughs> it's got to be a fast one. Of the Fast and Furious is. is no. Is, uh, Wait, did uh, you say it was a good movie? It was a good movie. They, no, they were. They were not good. They were good movies, but not movies that you would see eleven times or twelve times in the theater. And I'll tell you why I saw them so many times. Hmm. Are they recent or when you were a kid? You mean? No, they're. We'll say 19, between eighty nine and ninety two. Whoa! Jurassic Park. Because you mentioned that earlier. Okay. Now. Oh. Okay. Is it a sports movie? Once well, a sports movie, yes. Okay. Uh, Field of Dreams. No. Sandlot. No. Hmm. 89 and 92. Yeah. He, uh, so one of the actors in one of the movies was uh, was Charlie Sheen. Hot Eight Men Out? What'd you say? I'll Hot tell you. Major League was one of the movies. Oh, Major League. Okay. How many times did you watch that? I saw that 16 times. All right. I'm done. Yeah, what? I'm done. Yes. I'm done. Hang on. I'll, I'm done. going to tell you. No, I'm Where's tell the DeLorean? I'm done. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> news? I'm done. All right. Well, the other one was 17 times. It was Rain Man. What? Yeah. Okay. So the theater by my house when I moved to East Brunswick uh, only played these two movies for six months. Okay. And so in the summertime... You know, we didn't want to. We wanted to go to the movies. We couldn't go anywhere else, so we saw Major League and Rain Man 16, 17 well, times. Why would you want to go to the movies if those are the only two movies? Because we, we didn't want to. <laughs> oh, there's like three of us, so we're like, you know, let's just go to the movie. So I saw those movies more than I saw Back to the Future. I don't even understand that, dude. I was falling asleep <laughs> during Avengers: Infinity War the fourth time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen times Rain Man. Wow. Let me ask you this. So you're tied. I want to see the decision making process here. So, (laughs) so Major League sixteen. So Major League sixteen times. You saw Rain Man sixteen times. You're like, hey guys, let's go to the movies. Well, yeah. How do you decide Rain Man's the one you have to see the seventeenth time? No, you we rotated them because they only played the two movies for six months. Oh wait, you're going back and forth, is what you're saying? Yeah, because there was two theaters. Oh, that makes sense. So we'd only go, you know, okay, so the, today we're going to go see this, tomorrow we're going to go see that. And we always think, you know, the next week, okay, they're going to change it. Nope. Same <laughs> two movies. All right, we're going. Because there's no other theaters, you know, for... Yeah, for walking distance. I lived right behind the movie theater. So it's like, okay, it's too hot. Let's go to the movies. And really, I think because we're little fat boys, we want the popcorn and stuff. So, But Major League wasn't hard to watch. Rain Man was kind of hard to watch a few times. So, again, how, but why would you do that? Never got number seventeen. Yeah. What? How come after seventeenth showing of Rain Man, you didn't go see Major League for the seventeenth time? Because they finally had something else there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sad? You like? Oh. <laughs> no. 
I must have said, like, thank God I haven't seen this again. Steel Magnolias. He saw that yeah. 30 times. Oh, my God. I think Batman, actually, Batman uh, Batman came out. All right, time. sometimes you can see Batman. Uh, I saw it six times. Wow. wow. God dang, man. What a I saw, I, I watched, I, you know, I was a movie kid. But I was like, so that's, how they, that's how they babysat me. Yeah, <laughs> go to the movies. <laughs> My uncles did not care about me. They just wanted to want me to go. So I'm like, they're giving me twenty bucks. I'm out. You quote Rain Man? Uh, not anymore. But I do know like Wapner and uh, driving, uh, driving great in the driving. I drive good in the driveway. All that stuff like that. Um, so, and I don't even like. To, I mean, I like Tom Cruise, but I do like Major League. Like I can watch Major League over and over again. But it does give me flashbacks. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I've seen Avengers one seventeen times. <laughs> I love Avengers one. I don't think I've seen The Force Awakens seventeen times. Do you want to see Revenge of the Sith like six or seven times? Yeah. First of all, <laughs> yeah, Alan. We were, when Revenge of the Sith came out, Genius over there had the great idea that we should see it three times in a row. Why? Because he's an idiot, and I'm an idiot following. And you went along with it. I went along with him. Aww. We all agreed it's That's finally going to be the best of the three, and that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> it was the best of the three, but that third, it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> it, was no, it was not Back to the Future. Uh, no. I mean, if Back to the Future was in that theater, I'd go see it, see it 17 times. Unfortunately... You know, when I was a kid living in a different town, the movie theater was much farther away. So I would I probably would have gone and seen it more. I'll be honest, uh, back up until like 1989, 90, I actually counted how many times I watched the movie. Right. So in like four years, I watched 195 times. What what movie did you watch 195 times? Back to the Future. <laughs> what year? From from 85 to 89. You watched Back to the Future 195 times in four years. Yeah. What's the math? Four. four, Wait, Shush, I'm doing math. Four minus three. Be quiet, boy. 39. Dude, that's almost 50 times a year. Yeah. I shouldn't take me that long to do that. (laughs) I've watched it. I've watched it sometimes three three times in in a row in the day. Wow. When I was a kid. First of all. All right. So we got Rayman, you saw the most in theaters. Then came Major League. Yeah. And then came what? Back to the Future. Back to the Future, then what? Let's put your uh, top five. This is fascinating. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this. What's, what's number five? What's number uh, four? So number four in the theater? You like, you like top tens. Let's do our top five. Yeah. Hey, don't make fun of my top ten. Uh, <laughs> top ten <laughs> reasons to make fun of pizza. Top ten. Um, God, right, what Report. <laughs> yeah, Rank and Beach Report. Thanks. Thanks for the update. Uh, so, I think I, well, I did see um, the the Star Trek one, um, First Contact. I saw that five times in the theater. Wow. Wow. Uh, um, and then, uh, so that was five. And the, a huge uh, drop between Rayman and Star Trek First Contact. <laughs> well, <laughs> again, again, remember at the time, so. That's all. That's all we did when we were we were younger. We just go to the movies. Um, and back, and you said six times. Six times was Batman. Sorry, Back to the Future was eleven. Eleven, yeah, eleven before like it came out. You know, uh, yeah. Over well, that's what I'm asking. Theater. So so it goes. Not Major League. What was it? It goes Rayman, <laughs> Major Rayman. League, Back to the Future, then what? Just theater. 
Just so theater. A lot for Back to the Future than what? Probably Batman and then. Um, I'm six. Then, yeah, and then uh, Star Trek First Contact. Oh, wow. So the the first the the last three I actually really like, and like the the first contact I actually saw five times on purpose. Right. Uh, so I mean, because I wanted to see him. So I, of course, Back to the Future. I mean, I wanted to see that. I could see that more and more. Uh, you know, Back to the Future 195 times in a four year span. Uh, Godfather, I probably watched at least 115 times in like a two year span. You know how many hours of your life you devoted? Because The Godfather is not a short movie. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm a nerd. I watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have, you know, we didn't have, uh, what's it called, uh, DVRs at the time. All I had was a VHS tape, and I wore the hell out of it. I actually had to buy, like, three Back to the Futures at one point in time. I mean, I still have, like, one of the boxes, but... Um, those wore out. I mean, they still work if I want to pop it in, but you know, I watched it so much. My parents want to kill me. <laughs> Part of me wants to kill you too. I don't know. What's... <laughs> that's amazing. That's a great story, Pete. I, I all these years I've known you, I never would have thought you would have seen those movies that many times. Yeah, I'm in a theater. Yeah. <laughs> you th- would you have thought Back to the Future at least eleven times, right? Yeah, I'm not shocked by that. <laughs> I'm shocked in general, but I'm not shocked that it was back to the future. I'm fascinated. This is very fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Super I you fascinating. Were, I mean, I, I, you know, I thought you, you and your boys played baseball all the time in eight. Oh, I did. I had time to play baseball. I mean, but it was baseball back to the future. That's what my life was. Well, I'm really glad we got you in on this episode. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so what was like your guy's favorite scene in back to the future? Alan. Hmm. Good question. Oh man, I don't know if I can isolate a particular scene that I that I would say I really love. I don't know, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, on the spot, I would say um, the the end when you know the last whatever five minutes when they, when when they're on the street and they're trying to get him back to the future with the clock tower and the and the the alarm clock on the dashboard and which this always bothered me too because the car wouldn't start on time and he was supposed to leave when the alarm clock went off. He didn't leave on time. That shouldn't have worked. That's right. But anyway, but stop, that whole scene. Stop ruining my movie. Because Pete, <laughs> like Pete said, it's still kind of tense. Like, you know, he's going to make it, but it's, it's a perfect combination of obviously the acting, the situation and the music. I mean, you can't downplay the role the music has in this. Yeah. Um, in, in Great this movie. Soundtrack. Great soundtrack, by the way. I have, I had that uh, too on, on VH on a uh, cassette. I was about to say, Hugh Lewis of the News may not have been the coolest choice for this movie, but it works. Oh, I thought the it song works. works. Yeah. The yeah. song works, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, so my favorite scene is obviously the last one, but I also love that that first scene with the clocks ticking and then he comes in and the plutonium and the dog food, all that, that whole scene, I get so oh, when, psyched for it. When he, when he hooks up to the amp? Yeah. Uh, I love, that I is I a great intro. guitar. I love his little guitar. I'm like, what is that thing? That's such an 80s guitar. That's right. That uh, that scene and the last scene, obviously everything in the middle is great too, but those two scenes really, I get get sad when the movie's over, but I'm really excited because I can just hit rewind and do it again. No, that really is a good intro scene, I got to say. That is really, really good. 
I'll, I'll tell you when I get I get I get a little sad at the end of three because the, the story's over. You know what I mean? Because you're not getting any more. At least after you watch one, you're like, oh, I can watch two and three next. You know what I mean? But when three ends and the train goes flies off in the distance, that's when I get a little I'm like, oh man, there's no more stories of Marty and Doc. <laughs> I know you guys are going to go in the, into the future uh, and talk about the the second the next two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I know plenty of people rag on those two movies, but. Yeah, it's not the greatest trilogy ever, but it's they're so I can't stop watching them. I don't care how bad or good they really are. I don't I don't believe those people. I think two, I think two is a great movie. I think people were confused by the timelines and stuff like that. Even though Doc explains it on a chalkboard, but <laughs> I love two and I love three. I love the western. It changed it up a little bit. Even I mean, there's some familiar elements. It's more of Doc's story than than Marty's story. You know that kind of stuff. I thought it was great all around. Yeah, I like that they have, you know, it's each movie has that same flow, right? There's a, there's the, the beginning, you know, I, not, I know there's beginning, middle and end, but I mean, the storyline, like the, the the scene where he's got to run around the uh, or gets chased around the, the square and all three right. movies, all those things. Yeah, it's the same thing, but that's what the concept is. It's supposed to be like that. And that, that aggravates me when people like rip those two movies. Well, look, Star Wars does it with all their movies. There's, you know, you can't watch Last Jedi and not see Empire and, and, and Return of the Jedi in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you know, so it's, it's they, it, look, it's good movie. That's why they're so popular. It's good movie making. People like things they're familiar with. And it's it's nice how they tweak them. Um, I, like I said, with part three, especially the old West scene, I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, any last thoughts on Back to the Future, gentlemen? It made three hundred eighty-one million dollars worldwide in in uh, nineteen eighty-five. Did it really? Yeah, three eighty-one. All right, let me pull up my inflation calculator <laughs> and see what that is in you in now money. Three hundred eighty-one. That's dollars. a lot of money, even for eighty-five. Yeah, five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not how the inflation calculator works. Oh. In, <laughs> I purchased an item for $381 million. I was thinking 1955. I apologize. How many zeros is that? Six zeros. That's a lot of zeros. $892,265,882.90. So we're looking at close to $1 billion. That's awesome, 892. So the franchise in and of itself is probably a billion-dollar franchise, and, and well, obviously, in this year's money. Yeah, I would say so. This, I don't know about you guys, but this is obviously it's my favorite movie. But I think movie-wise, it's got to be a top. It's got to be a top ten movie. Rain Man's my favorite movie. Yes. <laughs> I, w- I would say uh, just the one alone is is in my top ten favorite of all time, and the trilogy is in my top three or five. Uh, yeah. Trilogies, because you got to remember, Godfather Three was. Oh yeah, it was horrible. You know? I I admit that one. Yeah, um, it might actually be top three because you have Star Wars, Back to the Future. What's another good trilogy? Yeah, oh, Lord of Rings. That's a, that. Well, you can't because there are four of them. Oh, uh, well, well it's five of them, right? No, how many are there? There's twenty-five of them. <laughs> yeah, see, Rocky's on a trilogy. I would say Lord of the Rings. So it's probably good. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Back to the Future. That's my top three trilogies. Oh, okay, good. Nice. I, I lo- uh, yeah. 
can't complain with that one. Well, do you with the Star Wars? Do you count the first three? There's, isn't there like twenty five of those Star Wars movies, or there's just separate? separate trilogies? They're separate trilogies. Okay, for me. No, no, that's fine. No, it's I understand. That's great. Right. Well, guys, so. I have to tell you, thank you for having me on this show about Back to the Future because I don't talk about it enough. So I need I need an outlet. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though. You don't talk about it enough. You, you do mention it a lot, but you don't talk about it enough. Um, and, yeah, I'm, hey, Pete, man, I'm so I can't believe after all these years there's still stuff to learn about you. Um, <laughs> so you know you're getting it from me from Christmas. You're getting Rain Man, Major League, and, and Back to the Future on Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> Save the Blu-ray for the Back to the Future. I got that, I got that one. Uh, <laughs> I got three versions of it, I think. All right, Pete, you got any plugging you need to do? Uh, yeah, I got to plug my phone in. Oh, no. So make sure you check check me out with John on Fat Guys and then with Jay on Enter the Nerd Zone. And we're on brothersinarmchairs.com. Okay. And um, your your brother's uh, restaurant, you want to plug that? Your oh, yeah. Yeah, make sure you guys are, if you're in California, in the Anaheim area, make sure you guys check out uh, the Lag Bar Uh gaming it's it's a, you know i guess they play like the nintendo switch and they play Fortnite. so there's a lot of cool things there make sure you guys get there um and tell john that i said hello hey in anaheim is it close to disneyland it is a mile outside of disneyland no kidding yes it has one of the best locations is actually across from where the the anaheim ducks practice yeah and, and actually all of the most a lot of the disney employees live on that block Nice. And there's a comic book store right next to it. And does lag mean something, right? Because I went to the website. I forgot. It, it, doesn't it, LAG mean something? Yeah. Uh, liber- I can't remember. Uh, something in gaming. Uh, oh, libations, right? Libations. libations. That's it. Yeah. Libations. libations. Gaming, yeah. Yeah. And it's a great place. Great food. Um, you guys would love it. So I know I plugged it a lot now. So the lag bar. <laughs> and, they're on Insta- and they're on Instagram, just like fat guys as well as uh, enter the nerd zone. Oh, we're on Instagram. All right. <laughs> uh, Alan, you got any? Uh, you want to plug where we're at? I think I have some gracias's. I think we're on Anchor, Instagram, Nerd and Me, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Nerd and Me Podcast, and Jonathan's still on Tinder, Nerd and Me. Uh, look for Johnny G from Jersey, so he's on Tinder there. And all right, uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys should you guys should really do more stuff because you don't have enough stuff out there. Yeah, and Alan uh, just came off of Grinder because he met someone. <laughs> And they hope to start a life together. So congratulations, Alan. Thank you. Uh, it's a love connection. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just uh, YouTube channel, Nerd Me Podcast. I've been posting unboxings uh, recently. I have one that I kind of screwed up on. If I can edit it, I'll post it. If not, it shan't be posted because I'm not putting the screw up there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, Alan? I think that's it. All right, I do have some thank yous. I just have to log in. Let me see here. I forgot our password. Uh, hey, can I thank you guys again for having me? And uh, I love you guys. You nerd, nerd in me stuff. I don't listen to it enough. Um, I should. Um, but you guys are really great. So I just want to throw that out there. Oh, you're pretty good, too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, Jay, Jay and I do a good show. We're, we're definitely uh, uh, unprofessional, but funny. Uh, so... <laughs> Did you say you're unprofessional and not funny? Is that what you said? Uh, I said unprofessional but funny. All right, I can't log in. All right, Alan, we're going to have to do thank yous later. I don't know why I can't do We got Christian Johnson. Thank you, thank you. 
Sea Bass, thank you, thank you. Seth Bradley, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and Melora Lay. Sebastian Janikowski listens to you guys? Yes, sir. Sea Bass, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian Janikowski. The so old Raiders the kicker, yeah, the Raiders kicker. Duh. God, Raiders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, anything else, uh, guys? No, let's end this thing. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Martha. Peace.